0: What's up brothers and sisters, today is July the 26th, 2022, this is episode number 240. 240. Well brothers and sisters, today I I, want to talk a little bit about what happened and what's been happening with the black church and its pastors of late. I want to talk about what happened on Sunday down in Brooklyn, New York at a church service. Now, there was a pastor who got robbed. Brothers came in there and robbed the pastor. Apparently, the pastor knew what was going on. But this is the problem that I have. A lot of times when you go to these churches, brothers and sisters, I don't care if it's big or small because I don't know how big that church was. If I'm judging, I don't think it was, it wasn't, I don't believe it was a mega church, but this is the problem with churches and our black pastors, not all, but you do have some and the one who was robbed on Sunday, this brother, apparently his wife had $400,000 worth of jewelry and they took that. Apparently, they held a gun to the child's head, the ba- their baby's head. Apparently, when you listen to the video, that was their baby's head, according to the video that I've seen. And this is the problem. If you're doing something on the shady side and you a pastor, you shouldn't be pastoring a church. If you've had things done in your past... And you're still doing things and you're calling yourself a leader of the church. I believe he's a, I think his title is bishop. All these titles. That's why brothers and sisters, you got to be very careful when you go to these churches. Because this, the problem of this is you have a church in Brooklyn, New York, which I don't believe was a mega church. Judging from what I've seen, it looked like it's, it's probably, it could be a medium size or maybe a little bit smaller but it wasn't a mega church. But you got a pastor's wife with $400,000 worth of jewelry. According to an article I posted the other day, it was like they're claiming a million dollars. A lot of times when people get robbed of a certain amount of money, sometimes they will double the figure because of insurance purposes. But if your wife has a $400,000 worth of jewelry, you have I believe $100,000 Rolex watch in wads of cash in your pocket. Something is wrong with this picture. And you're flossing all this stuff in the church. Because see, people come to hear the word. They don't come to see. But then again, you do have people who come to see their pastor all draped out in gold and silver and bragging about what they have. And apparently this, this brother has a Rolls Royce. Now, I don't know what this man has done I don't know if he works and he's got all that but you know a a small type of congregation and you got a Rolls Royce, you're decked out in $1000, $5000 suit or whatever the hell it was and you got all this money on you, on your person and you have an office, why wouldn't the money be in your office because if you are a church I believe you should have a safe or you taking it the collection to the bank the same day or night but regardless why are you flossing in front of all these people people see these things and i reported it that it could have been a in-house type of situation where there was a setup but apparently there was some issues apparently done by the pastor and apparently he might have known that this was coming down. But why would you have, my question is why would you be carrying wads of cash on you at a church service? If you've taken the collection, why? I'm not, I'm not saying, I'm just saying. Why would you have money like that in on your person? If you've taken a collection wouldn't or shouldn't that have been taken to the back to be counted and put in a safe or deposit bag to be dropped in a bank or put in the safe black pastors over the years many years decades have seemed to line their pockets with black money yes black money and then you look at the community itself, and then you wonder, wow, how is this where the first lady and the pastor have all of this, but the neighborhood has nothing? Because you go out there and you break your you break your back for the what the uh, the building fund or whatever you're trying to accomplish in trying to build a church, but. The pastor is living in luxury. I'm not saying this particular guy, but apparently he's living uh, more than above his means and the church's means. And people may say, well, you don't know. That's what I said. I don't know how he's made his money, but you still don't walk around and try to floss in front of your congregation. Because... They're there to hit a word. Hopefully they hit they're there to hit a word and not to see a bunch of flossing by the pastor. See, the black pastors have made millions of dollars. Because see, millions of dollars are taken in every Sunday. If you take all the black church, I'm talking about black church, I'm talking about nobody, no other church. Millions of dollars are taken in every Sunday. Tithes, offerings, love offerings, whatever, gifts, whatever. They're taken in by these churches. And the communities around these churches are not prospering at all. But the pastor is driving a nice new Cadillac, Escalade, Mercedes, Lexus, whatever car of his choice may be. Tesla now, whatever his choice may be. While the lady or the mother with three or four kids is struggling every day. To feed her children and clothe her children, or the brother without a job, trying to get a job, trying to do right, is giving his last couple of dollars because the pastor is up there telling him, God is gonna bless you. And God ain't never said he's gonna bless people with money, with uh, financial goods and services. God never said that. But these pastors are teaching prosperity. If you give, God will give to you 10 or 12 fold. God never said that. And these type of messages have filtered into the minds of black people all over the country. And this is what they're believing because this is what they're being taught. It's an ignorance because the pastors, so-called pastors, bishops, whatever, are teaching this to the people. And the only thing that's happening, they're lining their pockets while yours are getting emptier and the blessings aren't coming and you're giving your last but the pastor and our brother who's sitting up there with, a, with his wife with $400,000 worth of jewelry first of all she don't need to be flossing that type of jewelry at no church in Brooklyn and here's the key brothers and sisters here's the key no security no security no security. How in the hell are you? Because more than likely, you're not even security conscious for your own members, let alone yourself. And y'all sitting up there with Rose Royce, $400,000 worth of jury, her jewelry. I believe $100,000 Rolex watch and wads of cash in your pockets. But there's no security. That was a good point made by Brother Umar. I wasn't going to say anything about it right now because it's just disgusting for me to even talk about it, considering I've done several podcasts on the black church, but this one I had to do because once again, black people being deceived by these pastors while they're living in mansions in high luxury and you barely making it. Barely got gas in your in, 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 in your uh in your car. Gas done double in most states. But yet you constantly believing in what this man is telling you. And a lot of times these pastors are making up special offerings. Oh, now let's get to some of the prominent uh, pastors. I'm pretty sure you know who they are. I don't like to le- use people's names, but I'm pretty sure you know the uh, pastors who like to preach prosperity all the time. I see you got one down in Georgia, and you got one down in Texas, just to name a few. Preaching about wealth is not in the book. To where you give me a, 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 a offering, and your prayers will be answered. That's not in the book. Everything is about money, tithing. Make sure you pay your tithes. I remember doing a doing a COVID. It was one of the pastors, white pastor. He said, "Make sure uh, you take your money down there. The church is closed. You put it in the envelope and stick it up under the door." Now, this particular pastor, he's a white pastor, and his net worth, his net worth, his net worth is seven hundred and sixty million dollars. And then you get. Our sister, Caucasian sister down there in Florida, Miss Paula White, calling on the ancestors to help Trump win an election. A sister who made her fame pretty much preaching black, because Paula's white too. She's not black, she's white, but she preaches like she's black. Because see, and she runs a black church. The pastor who I believe he stepped down or he, he, uh, he passed away, she took over the church. And it's a black church down in Florida. See, brothers and sisters, I know I'm not going to talk about the Caucasian pastors because I'm talking about the black pastors who Sunday after Sunday after Sunday constantly raking in all this money while the neighborhood is going down. There's more violence. There's more crime. But the pastor's getting richer and richer. But to go back to the so-called mega pastors, superstar pastors as you people like, name brand pastors, now wanna come out and so-called, not so, but not repent as you would repent, but somehow, I'm sorry, somehow repent to the point where it doesn't look like I'm repenting but I might have made a mistake in a way I've been teaching but I'm going to use this as a repent but, and we ain't talking about, okay, you make a mistake you come back, hey, I'm sorry You know, I should have said this, I shouldn't have said that. I checked the scripture and I was wrong on this. And you own up to it. You don't own up to something after years and years and years of teaching, and then you want to come back and say, I'm sorry. Years, decades after you secured your family's wealth. After you secured your pockets, your wife's pockets, you bought all your toys, and now you want to come out and say, because see, if you kick me out the church now, it don't really matter because I'm rich. So I don't have to work anyway. And see, that's the kind of stuff you're not getting properly you're getting fed the idea of if you give you're going to be blessed that's a lie and then some Jesus ain't never said that but when you change scriptures this goes from when you don't read your own bible that's what it is when you don't read your own bible or better yet you can read it but if you're not trying to study it to show your own self-approve and the understanding of it you will be deceived many people I'm sorry thousands and thousands of people are deceived every Sunday that's why they give their last grandmama need to go and get a hip replacement giving her last because the pastor said God is going to heal you lady got three kids they need to be fed but you're going to get that job your heart's desired. You give your money and you still don't get that uh, uh, that, that that house or job you desire. But yet your kids got to eat for the week. Now they can't eat. Or they're going to struggle somehow during the week. Because you just gave your last as a special offering. While your pastor's draped out $1,000, $2,000 suit. uh dollars 10000 watch, cufflinks, $1,000 shoes, looking all good, smelling the best cologne, driving the best cars, flying around in their own jets, and you starving. And if anybody tell you, well, God told me that I'm blessed and I'm supposed to have these things, that's a lie too. That's a lie. When the church ain't doing that good, the church is falling down. Bathrooms need to be redone. The pews need to be redone. But the pastor is looking like a million dollars and the church is looking like $5 hell. And then you got to raise more money. Working you. Then get criticized when you don't give. Well, you know, the Lord said, if you don't give, then you're not going to be blessed. Lord ain't never said that. Not like that. But when man is running the church, man changes. Because, see, scripture never changes. Never changes. A thousand years from now, the scriptures will still be the scripture. But man has a tendency to change it to live up to his own standards. Because see, a lot of times you people think that these pastors are gods. You think they're actually the God. I remember back in the day, I was working with a guy, and he told me, we're going to buy our pastor a plane. I said, buy him a plane. What the hell you going to buy my plane for? So he don't have to go through the airport, and he can get on his own plane. And I looked at this nigga, and I said, nigga, You crazy and I said no offense to your church y'all niggas is crazy because see I know where the church is and I know who the pastor was and I say you niggas is crazy he ain't God he don't need no damn plane he can catch the plane like everybody else because see when you're dealing with such an expensive so called gift in your church is not uh, and this is a big church now In your church Even though it's not in the uh, best of neighborhoods, it's not in the horrible neighborhood, but there's other things that you could do for that neighborhood. But you want to buy your pastor a uh, a couple of million dollar plane so he can fly around and so he don't have to go through the airport. See, that's the thinking. That ain't God. And when people tell you that that is, I'll give you a brother. Brother Gino Jennings, pastor, out of Philadelphia. He's straight Bible. You want to check him out? Go check him out on YouTube. Gino Jennings, straight Bible. He doesn't get a he doesn't get a check from the church. It's okay for a pastor to get a check from the church, but Gino doesn't get a check from church because he'll tell you straight. Tell you straight. I'll tell you. I have a job. When he goes to certain uh uh. Because he's always out of town, he doesn't want the special offering. I believe I'm not quite sure, but I believe when uh, his church uh, when he comes to visit, I believe maybe his his, his uh, expenses are taken care of. But he'll tell you he has a job, so he doesn't get a uh, uh, a check from his his own church. And he's straight teaching. He's giving you teaching, and a lot of these churches are giving you prosperity messages motivational speeches and what are they doing to you? What are they doing for you? They're motivating you to think that money is the root for all happiness. Not the root of evil. The root for all happiness. That everybody's gonna be blessed with money. And God never said that. Basically what the book tells you my people when God says my people he's talking about the people who are actually saved my people, you're going to go through some uh, some tough times. Now, if you have your jobs and your hustles or whatever you have and you want to buy nice things, that's fine. Nothing wrong with that. But don't use it in the name of Jesus. Especially if you're sitting up there and you have some type of leadership in the church and you flossing in your church and starving, but you're flossing. Thank God nothing happened to the brother and his family and his members because see, not having security is a big old fool paw on that pastor's on his uh, on his part because you flossing, nigga rich, you flossing in front of your congregation and you ain't got no security. When them niggas came in there to rob you. It's like having anybody. Been conscious. Of the fact. Down in South Carolina. In 2015. Where that white boy killed them Nine people. Trust. Black people. You trust. You trust because you in a church. That you in a safe haven. No. Those days are over. Well you can see it now. You got it all on social media, you got it on videos. It's not. Then again, outside of social media, hell, with the Dylan Roof. The whole world heard about that. And then what did the cops do for him? They took him to Burger King. Burger King. You just killed nine people in a church. Bible study they accepted you brought you in there wait till the Bible study service was over then you go and you kill these people you leave you leave one woman alive so she can tell your story what kind of shit is that? and to me the cops didn't even have to let that Burger King shit get out you took him to get something to eat after you caught him or picked him up from his house I believe he was at home when they, uh, when they arrested him and took him to Burger King Burger King Burger King who does shit like that when a brother running away from church or, or I'm sorry not church running away and he gets pumped for he gets shot at 90 times and 60 of them hit him you think that's going to take him to Burger King they took him to the morgue. You see the difference? White churches have security. You may not see them, but trust me, they're there. Black churches, if you got wives of cash in your pocket, you should have been able to pay for security. It's your church. You don't even have to put that bill. On your church you the leader your wife sitting up there draped in gold you sitting up there with all this gold on yourself nice expensive watch whatever else you had on chains or whatever you should have been paying for security even though you may not have cared for your, your, your congregants you should have been paying for security just to watch all that damn gold you had on there that's a shame, brothers and sisters. You gotta be very careful on who you call your pastor. You need to be very careful on who you sitting up under and they trying to lead you. You better learn to study to show yourself approved. Study to show yourself approved. You can't go by, you know, dust down your Bibles and study your Bibles. Take them off the shelf not just for Sunday or a Tuesday Bible study a, a tubal Bible class take them off and learn to study it. And if you're going to call yourself a Christian then act like a Christian. You don't call yourself a Christian and you act like a heathen because the two don't mix. And if your pastor's saying the sinner's prayer because the sinner's the sinner's prayer ain't even a real prayer that ain't no prayer that's going to save you the sinner's prayer the sinner's prayer has become the biggest joke of all. Confess your sins, and that's all it takes in Lord Jesus Christ to be your savior. The sinner's prayer—that's another money-making uh, type of scheme. The sinner's prayer, meaning, just say you, 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 like the Catholic Church, just go and confess, and then go back out and do the same thing, then come back and confess reprobate and that's all you're getting you don't have the spirit in you to do right and if you got a pastor and you see things ain't right with him maybe you need to Step away from that church and find you a church. That's if you really want a church, not because it's your neighborhood church and you know everybody. Because everybody who's following somebody like that, they ain't gonna get saved when judgment day come. I ain't want to put nobody in heaven or hell. But if you following a message that ain't the real message, you just wasting your time. You got to be careful, brothers and sisters. You got to be careful. The black church, it takes advantage of you and the community but they feed you with nothing but hopes and dreams while the pastors are getting rich and richer. You're getting hopes and dreams and the pastors are getting rich and flossy right in front of your face because if, I'm going to say this and I'm done if say your pastor has another job to me you come to church you come in the church you come to supposed probably come to church to preach not come to church to floss you don't need to wear his wife could have worn maybe a nice little uh, uh 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 what some pearls or whatever i don't know how old she is it don't really matter but four hundred thousand dollars worth of gold, so-called nah something's fishy about that situation Especially when the pastor's got money already in his pocket. You at church, shouldn't it be in your office? Then you could put it, load your pockets back up. And then you know somebody's coming. Fishy. Better be careful, brothers and sisters. If there ain't no security at these churches. Dylan Roof, 2015, down in South Carolina. If there ain't no security, maybe you need to rethink. Or maybe stay home and watch it online. Because there ain't no security. Nowadays, people don't care. Because you know what? Brothers are getting tired of seeing their grandmothers being taken to the cleaners with all these offerings that actually do nothing for her, but it does a lot for the pastor and his family. Private schools, airplanes. I ain't saying this particular one that happened on Sunday. I'm talking about all of them, the gamut. Private schools, expensive colleges. First class vacations. Private jets. Better th- Rethink. I'm going to say this and then I, I'm going to really be done on this time. This is the crazy thing. I went to a church one day. It was a, I think it was like a Sunday. It was a Sunday service. No one a Sunday service. Take it back. It, yeah, it was a Sunday service. And T.D. Jakes was coming to the City of Refuge. The City of Refuge is the church of Noel Jones. This is my story. Because it's a true story. And After the service, towards the end, after he's taken up the offering, he says, A special day. Okay, then they have a special announcement. Oh, uh, TD Jakes is coming down on such and such a day. And here we go. It'll be nice. This is what the pastor said Noah Jones. It'll be nice. If you can give. Now, Noah Jones, has he has uh, he has thousands in his church. Man, I don't know how big it is now, but I know uh, at one time it was like at, it was about 25 to 3,000. I'm pretty sure it's bigger than that now. Well, anyway, he says, yeah, T.D. Jakes is coming down. T.D. Jakes and uh, Noah Jones are like friends, buddies. And because uh, Noah Jones used to teach, uh, he used to have church, uh, he had a church down in uh, Houston, Houston. Uh, back before uh, uh, Bishop, Mc, uh, Bishop uh, McMurray passed away and he came down here to, uh, to LA and uh, took over his church. But anyway, he says it'd be nice if you can give an extra, extra $25 each person because, dig this, jet fuel is not cheap. Now, I didn't belong to the church. I just went to the church. I just went to that one uh, one particular service. And I'm saying to myself, boy, he got a lot of nerve. Because here's a man supposed to be a man of God. He got this big old potter's house down there in Texas. He can't come down here on his own accord and and give the word to the brothers and sisters. And we got to pay for his jet fuel. $25 extra. Say you got about 25000 Say you got 2,000 people give $25,000. Give a, a $25. What is that? The top of my head. Well, forget it. It's a lot of money. <laughs> it's a lot of money for some jet fuel so he can come down here and give a little two-hour speech. And then, because see, that's going to cover his jet fuel as well. But then again, you're going to give and then again you know what's coming the special gift offering <laughs> the $25 is supposed to be like the gift offering but no once they get you in there and you come to see him that special gift offering just to show how much you love your you love the past you love your past Excuse me, I have to hiccup. You love your pastor and you love T.D. Jakes. You're gonna give that special gift offering. I was looking at them people like they was crazy. I said, I ain't giving this nigga no, I ain't giving him no, I ain't giving this nigga no money. Because to me, all the money that uh, uh TD Jakes has, he could have flown out here and preached, gave his message, and went on back. No, I don't love you like that. Because your message to me, there's some flaws in that message. You can be a famous pastor, but just because you're famous and you got a name don't necessarily mean your message ain't flawed. And when you know the word for yourself, I'm not paying for that. I wasn't paying for it no way. I didn't know you had to pay to go to church. Nowadays, you got to pay to go to church. It wasn't no convention. It was just that he was coming down as a guest. No, no, no. Be careful, brothers and sisters. Be careful. That situation that happened on Sunday. It should be another warning light. It should be a see, I say another warning light because Dylan Roof was a warning, a big time warning. But for some reason, brothers and sisters, we still keep the light off, we still ain't, it still ain't flickered on yet. You continue to do the same things you've always done one, you don't listen to people. You don't study to show yourself approved. You keep making the same old. Because see, when you see your pastor fl- uh, floss, then those of you who go to church and call yourself Christians, you feel it's okay to floss. First of all, you shouldn't be out there flossing. You always be thankful for what God has given you. But God ain't always giving you stuff for you to go out there and floss with. And then you get robbed and you wonder why. Why did he do that? What the hell do you think? You always flossing. You always showboat what you got. And people get tired of that. But brothers and sisters, just be careful. Even in a church now, you need security. You've been needing it. Maybe this is another warning light that maybe this light will stay on this time. Because that brother had it on film. He laying down on the floor. Baby back in the background crying. Apparently the one of the gunmen had a gun to the head of the baby. While the mama's probably taking off all her worth of jewelry. Pastor with wads of cash in his pocket. Uh, Shady background. Brothers and sisters, you better study to show yourself approved and study to find out who you're sitting up under. But this is your brother saying peace. Until next time. Peace.